let's start, then more people will maybe join. Let's start. Hi, everyone. Sorry for the delay. I have some background noise, so Bosnip will lead the introduction today, and then I'll try to chime in whenever possible, and uh, background noise isn't too high. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> general introduction on what happened last since the last uh, MEA. So um, we uh, our our devs left because they founded Atlas Cloud and um, they had like four hour roadmap and launch. Uh, we would have had issues to to launch ASAP if they did Atlas. So we um, we parted ways in very good term, and you should check Atlas Cloud Atlas project if you are interested in the all the Node project. It's going to be solid and a and a very good uh, very good team behind it. So I'll be aping aping big. So let's uh, let's get to Imdao. Um, so we have a new dev team. We hired a professional designer for the for the website. Uh, we worked on the on the modeling on the on the on the on the let's say on the modeling on the investment strategy on the bonding strategy and there is still some work to be done before lunch but we we are we're having pretty good ideas about how to do things and i'm pretty happy on the state of the lunch we have lots of exciting features uh, i think uh, we have um, a really good um, really good People reaching out from all all kind of people, couple of whales, even VCs, uh, and there is, I think, uh, certain people that are going to buy at lunch, and I think we'll have a very successful lunch. And then we have also, like I said, something prepared for post lunch to uh, to like keep the momentum going, and uh, it's it's in an overall strategy where we want to like get the project going and it would impact the bonding the bonding strategy how we could maximize that etc so we're we really um, really on track to launch on the second half of uh, of january exact date we don't know yet it will depends on uh, on us but on other stuff too um next few weeks we will be uh, focusing on uh, testing the product finishing the modeling uh and so uh, the the pro the um, our contracts won't be that complicated we tr we think uh, we should deliver code as simple as possible for lunch and then iterate later um <clears throat> I think we can start on the uh, on the questions now. Uh, so we're gonna start with the questions from the channel, then move maybe a question from the audience. Uh, so uh, first, uh, what benchmark can we use? A question, a question from Aldo: What benchmark can we use to to measure M relative performance in terms of active management vs traditional rebase protocol? That's a tricky question because the rebase protocol make it hard to compare really price, so you need to compare market cap. Uh, but market cap can be inflated by just bonding at uh, at a lower price at 
at X time. So I think we should like compare the market cap and the bonding and some metrics uh, over time to see how we how we will fare on that uh, on that relative performance. But for some exact like uh, tools we're gonna use i think it's a bit early to uh, we need some modeling we need we need more work on on that on that side i think um i think what we could compare it potentially would be the return on the asset on treasury so you would uh, you would like compare it over time how the asset grows the asset composite um, composition uh, Etc. I think that's where we could have kind of a benchmark and see uh, how how we do against that benchmark. Uh, I think that's actually an, an important point you're raising because ultimately our most most other fractional reserve currencies are raising the point that they will try continue to keep their one dollar backing, which in a sense always sounds like a nice marketing pitch, but ultimately. As we will be actively deploying the treasury into investments we see in the market, this $1 backing for us obviously would increase theoretically, right? So therefore, as, as Bosom has raised, we need to think about which metrics make most sense to, to benchmark us against competitors. Because, I mean, when we look at, at OHM forks and other, other players in the market, there are obviously a couple of things most people consider, right? The um, multiple the protocol is trading versus the treasury, the bonding, the bonding um, distribution, and so on. So once we get closer to launch, and also once we sort of have launched as well, there will probably be some fine tuning on the um, on the benchmarking parameters because this is still quite a new space, um, and these protocols don't really compare apple to apple. Um, so. Unfortunately, we can't make a definitive statement about that in the end now, today. The second question is still from Aldo. Uh, what's your outlook on the crypto market in general for 2022 and if it's specifically DeFi? Uh, I'm quite bullish on the ecosystem long term because i see more integration more use cases i can see the tech being applied more um i think that uh, that the regulation could help defy actually if more countries start doing what china is doing with the exchanges and make it hard to use the exchange the the centralized exchange maybe you'll have more volume over defy and ultimately they will enable crypto instead of like harming it um, but i'm quite bullish i think we just need to to take in account for me in the overall market that you can always the drawdown in cryptos is how much you you have unrealized loss is higher than traditional market. I think that's my that's my only concern is that you have to be able to handle the volatility portfolio wise and investment wise. That means less leverage. That means investing in value long term and less in the risky appetite. I would say or less on the very risky stuff. Trying to find the best opportunity in the market in general. I think it's I think... flourishing. Yeah, I think it's flourishing, and we. We will see some good opportunities in 2022. Yeah, I guess an important point to make here is 
um, similar to to other finance finance topics, the interplay between value and growth, right? Um, I think the last two years, especially since the pandemic kicked off, um, have been seen by people with increased spare time, with um, very low rates, and um, with very ample amount of deployable capital being invested into the crypto space in any type of form um, of project, right? So we have seen um, a meter around all kind of different all kinds of different shit coins over the last six months. Um, I guess um, we have seen which M forks with very questionable um, strategies, teams, or security measures um, raise absurd amounts of capital and. Now looking looking ahead, um, there will probably be a flight or at least a transition to more value-focused projects, um, as we are now seeing also with the launch of VESP or other sort of more found OHM um, forks with nodes sort of more having having a difficult time ever since Ring. Um, and so looking into the months ahead and the year ahead, I think yield farming protocols as well as um, sound OHM forks um, will fare well in the space, while the overall market will become less crowded in, in that sense that money isn't being thrown into every opportunity available, but allocated more carefully. Okay, so let's move to the next question from uh, RLA. Uh, what's the roadmap for the next six months? Oh, that's uh, that's a tough one. Um, first, we launch. Then we have something prepared for a couple of weeks after launch. I can't say more right now, but um, that's how long we have everything planned for now. We have ideas about uh, what we are going to do next. Um, we have a pretty good idea of the direction we want to go in. Uh, how we're going to implement it and the speed we're going to implement it is going to depend at launch, to depend on, on the launch, on the first few weeks afterwards. I think um, we plan to build the whole ecosystem. Uh, we know how to. Uh, we will. We have ways to to leverage on the tech to bring more complex investment strategies and projects later on. Uh, I think obviously the idea to launch something really simple is to minimize the risk, the launch risk, and at first, and then if you want to launch more complicated strategies projects etc we will uh, we will focus on security getting audit before lunch etc that's why i think it's hard to to give you an exact roadmap now uh, because there is too many too too many variables uh, also just to add i mean i think what it comes down to in in our sense and with our idea we're envisaging for mdao um, track record and establishing um, a track record will matter most, right? Um, with most other competitors, there's um, from the get-go a unique technical spin or something um, on the on the overall fork. But for us, 
we feel that there's also a certain need to establish ourselves as um, a protocol and a team which can form a correct portfolio for the treasury and also engage in in value additive investments um, with that portfolio. So I think it, it would be unwise to commit to anything um, longer than three months and, and announce any long-term visions or projects because this will just hamper influence price upon launch um, by creating unnecessary expectations while we're just in the in the process of building up our our track record as we have done over the past couple um, weeks and months privately but now as a um, as a protocol and, and and project what we could add on that on the on the roadmap stuff is we plan to be a positive force on the space. So we plan to enable innovation either from within the project or even from the outside. It means we'll be open to people reaching out to work with other projects, other folks, other all type of projects in the space. Uh, maybe to consult, to help other projects launch, to to provide our expertise either financial or technical to any project that needs and wants to work with us. That's uh, that's something to be said. And uh, to, to say more about what we plan to do, we plan to really leverage on our financial knowledge to bring more products, to pursue opportunities and projects we see the best for the, for the protocol long term. Uh, that's about our roadmap. That's the spirit. And uh, how we're gonna do it? Like I said, we have some ideas, but nothing is definitive. And communicating and sharing them now is a bit too early. Uh, what will the treasury be used for? Um, the treasury will be. <clears throat> we plan to have targets of the treasury and use bonding to build it. Uh, we will focus on having interest-bearing assets from the start, I think, or to to facilitate having them in the treasury and not have like stable sitting and make a vote who put them on curve, etc. We plan to have less stables than our than the your usual fork, because we believe stables hamper your return and want like assets to have more returns long term. Since uh, our plan is long term we don't short term doesn't matter like two three four weeks one month two month doesn't matter uh, we plan to take opportunities that will maximize our value long term um what is our marketing plan so our marketing plan for now is like to grow organically to reach out to people to invest, to be known in the space, we have succeeded pretty well in that, and we uh, we will continue doing that. And uh, coming lunch, we will have a more aggressive marketing, with doing an MEA with the Olympians, reaching out to more projects. We will uh, try to have partnership pre-launch, but we don't want to have partnership for the sake of partnership. We want to have something that will work both ways, uh, and uh, a real partnership. We um, we plan to uh, we want to have a quiet lunch. We want we don't want to have a lunch that will attract a lot of people. But we will use that lunch to market heavy after lunch. And like I said, we have surprises coming. We have plans, and that will be heavily marketed. So it will be crescendo. It will 
it will increase just before launch and even pick after launch and uh, continue making noise to attract new people. That's basically the marketing plan. Um, so, <clears throat> how what M differ from Tem? I don't know what Tem is. Tem is Templar DAO, but I don't know that what they do. I didn't really follow them. Uh, so maybe we'll get back later to that question. Um, what do things look like two weeks after lunch? Best base case and ideal case. Ideal case is being high a lot. Bonding worked well. We bonded at a high at a high price. So like the backing is a couple of times above the above the starting price. That would be the the best the be, the best case. Uh, base case, I don't know, like uh, good bonding, uh, growing uh, organically a bit. Uh, I don't know. It will depends on the buying pressure. But we have really really good vibes from the market from the people that want to invest either in this discord or even outside this discord i think we'll see nice flow of money so uh hopefully we'll keep the, that momentum and be close to the ideal case uh, two weeks after launch and um, another question how do how would you define the project uh, usually, OSM forks define themselves as reserve currency protocols, so something uh, along the along those lines. Do you see MDAO more like a yield generating protocol than a reserve? That's a good question. So, I think it can be both. It can can be a reserve currency, but just actively managed. That's how I say it. So you reward your users by or your investors by more yield on their currency. So their currency is appreciating and eventually it can be used as a currency. We could imagine having an ecosystem, different projects, and they, they would use imp as their currency for liquidity, for example. We could we could think of something like that, definitely. And uh, uh, like I said, I think it's an active managed reserve currency. So it will be actively managed. It will pursue yield. It will intend to be on the more risky spectre of the of things and not on the on your usual currency. So it's a risky currency. I, would say. I don't know if I think in the end. Yeah. yeah, I think in the end it makes it makes. Also, a lot of sense to to think about um, IMS you're holding more in the sense of of um, shares in a fund um, to a certain extent, right? Because I mean, as you guys all know, the the underlying technology has some currency characteristics, um, which other projects use a lot. But in the end, a currency first of all is a medium of exchange, right? And um, as we've outlined, the price for um, for um, IMP will likely be bound to our treasury investments and, and will likely therefore fluctuate um, and be influenced by that. So um, not sure whether or not the case is to be made that this will be currency-like, but it will definitely feature currency characteristics, as you know, from um, the technology and as you've seen on other projects. Um, just the fact that we are using the treasury actively might influence how um, 
widely the currency can be used and to what extent it may be just um, a participation in a fund as well. Okay, so um, I don't know if you had any other questions written. We can see. I, I think there was one which, which might have gone under earlier um, around the whole sort of um, that there was somebody asking about buybacks, talking bur burning, backing, just trying to, to grasp, I think, or, or get information on our general take on these um, things. So maybe if you want, you can uh, elaborate a little bit on, on, on that topic, how you see um, yeah. the, the interplay between the, the different elements. Yeah, so buybacks are a bit tricky because you can be front run, you can be, uh, you can get dumped on, but I think we'll be heavily using buybacks. So the the thinking is you you want to manage your treasury uh, the optimal way, and sometimes the optimal way is just to think of buying your own token and that's the best investment in the market because it's really low you buy it back you burn it i'm thinking of it more like um stock market approach so basically if you if you if you watch facebook or apple they continuously buying their stock at good prices uh, and it's like taking out of circulation your own currency when you judge it's low and selling when it judge when you judge it's high so that's how we play on bonding etc for example let's see uh, let's say the currency is at 10 i'm gonna do a bunch of buyback and burn and if it gets to 30 i will do more bonding at 30. it's meaning it's like i bought it at 10 and sold it at 30. if i do the same the same amount of buyback i did and that's how you control also volatility for example i want to control a bit the volatility and to make it in a in a closer range i would do just more buybacks and more bonding when it's high that way you can control that volatility and keep that momentum have a good momentum instead of making uh going for like 200 making up 200 percent and then down 200 percent you will be maybe down 50 100 and up 100 but since you will be bonding all, all that uh, all, all that time at at good prices you will ultimately increase better your your currency and maybe uh, have less back holders have have less volatility etc on the price and keep a momentum i think it can be used to that specifically and it can be used to support the price when needed um, and uh, i think that's it about us just the strategy be smart about it and don't think only about buybacks but think about an overall treasury strategy how you want to allocate your uh, your treasury and buybacks is a, tre a treasury allocation it's an investment strategy by its own and just people misuse it just say buyback they just misuse it they don't understand how it should work why it should work they used as a desperation to try to pump the price, but I think it's okay to buy at good prices and buy over time on the dump and just burn it. If you if you wait enough, it's fine. And something uh, equivalent to buybacks, I would say it's uh, just removing LP and burning some of it at the bottom, for example. Uh, because having LPs is like 
buying the deep over time. Every time, since you have impermanent loss, having LPs in place, it's like you're buying your own currency as it falls. So you will buy at, at an average price. If it's down like 100%, your, your average buying will be at minus 40 or minus 50%, which is not that bad. Uh, since you will be making fees also on the LPs, etc. But that's also that's disguised buybacks. If you burn your tokens, if you uh, remove liquidity and burn that part of the tokens, it's like buybacks. Except you didn't you pay only the money from the LP and not from elsewhere. I think we we are done for the questions for now. Yes, I think so as well. There was some hand raised, I think, earlier, um, but I think the person has left um, a couple of minutes ago. Otherwise, we can maybe give the rest of the audience one or two minutes if there are any outstanding questions or things we should further dive into. And otherwise, we'll conclude the armor. And I've, I've seen people asking about it as well. Um, yes, this time the AMA will be recorded or is being recorded, you guys can see our friendly helper crack in the audience as well and we'll share it afterwards. Does anyone want to come to the stage to ask a question? You can just raise your hand if you're not too shy. All right, I think then we can conclude again. I think last armor was actually also around half an hour. So um, we're going to keep up the um, functional endings. And thank you guys all for joining. Otherwise, Let we'll be. Know. Let us know yeah. if you have more uh, your feedback about the VMA, uh, if you want, wanted to hear something different, uh, shorter answers, how you, how you would want to next MA to be. It would help and help us with the Olympian Discord. Your feedback about what what we are saying. Do we need more de to be more details to give list details, etc. And if you have any questions later, you can answer. You're gonna always ask them the questions uh, channel. And um, thanks for coming. Happy to have you. Thank you, everyone. Have a good Sunday. And until then, cheers. Cheers. See you.